Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to The Amazing World of Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, we're going to begin a series of three uh, Easter-related programs. And I am recording this on March the 25th as I record all of the uh, programs we do pretty well in advance. Um, And at this point, as I'm recording this March 25th, 2020, it appears that this is going to be um, an Easter season uh, like none of us have ever uh, experienced. And so it's, I hope that uh, the programs we bring uh, over the next uh, three days will be a source of hope and uh, inspiration and also uh, really provide some quality entertainment. Uh, we're going to begin uh, with an episode of the CBS Radio Workshop. And uh, the CBS Radio Workshop was a descendant of a lot of programs that uh, CBS uh, started in the 1930s, uh, starting with uh, some of their experimental programs uh, and uh, giving way to the Columbia Workshop, which was a series that ran from 1936 to 43 and featured a wide variety of different experimental uh, forms of uh, drama. We played a few for those of you with the app extras. Uh, There's, you know, stories told from the a point of view of a fly, some anti-war plays, some slice-of-life stories with just an interesting perspective, and then, of course, there was the work of the legendary Norman Corwin. Then, after 1943, CBS really went away from those sort of experimental things, as did other networks. Uh, but by 1956, uh, a lot of the financial value had dropped out of radio. A lot of the really popular genres of radio programs were uh, ending and being replaced with TV counterparts. The CBS Radio Workshop uh, came along in 1956 and 57 and was a revival of those sort of uh, experimental stories and methods of storytelling and doing various types of radio programs. With the CBS Radio Workshop, you would get something different every single week. Which leads us to this program. Uh, this program is billed as a passion play produced by Herbert Marshall, who listeners to the great detectives of old time radio know as the man called X. It's called Son of Man. It originally aired on April the 21st of 1957. Let's go ahead and take a listen. From Hollywood. The CBS Radio Workshop. 
dedicated to man's imagination, the theater of the mind. CBS Radio Workshop presents The Son of Man, a passion play. The words of the passion and resurrection are taken from the four Gospels in the King James Version of the Bible. The music is the music of Bach. There are four speaking voices. The words of St. Mark are read by Herbert Marshall, those of St. Matthew by Robert Young, St. Luke by Victor Jory, and St. John by Vincent Price. These, with the music, make up the play. That is to say, the music has an actor's part, for Johann Sebastian Bach was himself a witness, not to the event, but to the meaning of the event. Of the four speakers, Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, we know little beyond the words they wrote in their Gospels. These words, however, have much to say of their characters as men and of the differences between them. Mark speaks with the simplicity of an old man remembering what he himself had seen. The voice of one who had taken part in great actions. The Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And John did baptize in the wilderness and preached, saying, there cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. Matthew speaks with the force and authority of one who respects the past, one who has labored and lived among the people, listening long to their stories and putting the great narrative together with love and humility and passion. The Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Luke's voice is the worldly but profoundly believing voice of a man who had journeyed much in the great cities of the Roman world. He was a cosmopolitan, an urbane and sensitive observer to whom the narrative was true not only for the province of Judea, but for the Roman Empire and for the world. The Gospel According to Luke. 
For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee, in order that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. John testifies not by the witness of his eyes, but of his soul. John is the mystic, the penetrator, to whom the past exists in the present, and the present exists in eternity, and whatever was, still is, and always will be. The Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. The Son of Man, the Passion and Resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed, and went and hanged himself. Then lead they Jesus from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment, and it was early, and they themselves went not into the hall of judgment. Pilate therefore went out unto them and saith, What accusation bring ye against this man? And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. They said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? Then said Pilate to the chief priests and to the people, I find no fault in this man. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but Jesus yet answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. Now at that feast the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. 
and they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? So they cried out all at once, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas. Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, Why, what evil hath he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. And he released Barabbas that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they had desired, but delivered Jesus to their will. And the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium. And they called together the whole band, Hail, King of the Jews. They smote him on the head with a reed, and did spit upon him, and bowing their knees, worshipped him. And after they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, and put his own raiment on him, and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. Him they compelled to bear his cross. And there followed him a great company of people and of women which, alas, bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning unto them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, into a place called the place of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew... Golgotha. They gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh. They gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And when they were come to the place which is called the skull, there they crucified him. was the third hour, and they crucified him. And they crucified him, and parted his garments, casting lots, and sitting down they watched him there. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And with him they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand, and the other on his left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking said among themselves with the scribes, 
He saved others. Himself he cannot save. The thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. And it was about the sixth hour. And there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And some of them that stood by when they heard it said, Behold, he called Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be. Let us see whether Elias will come to save him. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened. And when the centurion saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. And all the people that came together to that sight, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him from Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, which also waited for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And Joseph bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulcher which was hewn out of a rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher 
and departed. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sepulcher and how his body was laid. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. Now the next day, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, After three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away, and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead. So the last error shall be worse than the first. Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch. Go your way, make it as sure as ye can. So they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre. Very early in the morning. When it was yet dark. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. And he saith unto them, Be not affrighted, ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. He is not here, for he is risen, even as he said. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. And they returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. And these words seemed to the disciples as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulcher, and stooping down, he beheld the linen cloths laid by themselves. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulcher, and seeth the linen cloths lie, and the napkin that was upon his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple, 
which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw and believed. Now, when Jesus was risen, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Mary stood without at the sepulcher, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeth two angels in white, sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself, and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and to my God and your God. have just heard the CBS Radio Workshop's production of The Son of Man, the story of the passion and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. All of the words were taken from the four Gospels of the New Testament and were arranged for this broadcast by Archibald MacLeish. The words of St. Mark were spoken by Herbert Marshall, those of St. Matthew by Robert Young, St. Luke by Victor Jory, and St. John by Vincent Price. Introductory words were spoken by Raymond Burr. The music was extracted from the B minor Mass and the Passion, according to St. Matthew, by Johann Sebastian Bach. The Son of Man was produced and directed in Hollywood by William N. Robeson.
Welcome back. Well, a really uh, solid production. I think a great decision with the use of the music, just absolutely outstanding. And they chose four really good actors to uh, go ahead and play this. I I personally thought Vincent Price uh, was probably the best reader, but I thought everyone uh, really uh, did turn in a good performance. And I, I found it just a really intriguing experiment the way that it played out. The one thing that was kind of odd, uh, uh, and I guess, you know, going back to the opening, uh, introduction by Raymond Burr, the idea that, uh, the testimony of Mark was that of an old man who had been part of the action of the, uh, scriptures. Mark, in uh, Christian tradition, is generally seen as a younger man who wasn't a direct player in the Gospels. Uh, However, the tradition also says that uh, Mark uh, gathered a lot of the information of his Gospel and a lot of the feel of it uh, through his relationship with uh, the Apostle Peter. So that may have been the idea behind that. But at any rate, a a great production. I hope that you enjoyed it. And join us back here tomorrow as we'll bring you another Easter-related program. Uh, If you do have a comment, email it to me at uh, box13 at greatdetectives.net. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.